Hello, welcome to another episode of Gutter Boys. I'm your host, JB, with my co-host, Cam Del Rosario. How are you doing today, Cam? I'm good. I'm supposed to be, like, eating something right now, so this is the ASMR episode. Ask about... <laughs> <laughs> is a... Does ASMR stand for ass-to-mouth ratio? It stands for all Sierra. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, yeah, uh, yeah, so today's episode, we have a special guest, Patrick Rooks. (laughs) (laughs) All right, um... So, <laughs> excuse me, bitch. <laughs> oh, I can't. Welcome to Gutter Boys with your host, J.B. Rowe and Cam Del Rosario, featuring Patrick Ian Rooks. On tonight's episode, the boys answer fan questions and maybe a little bit more. Damn, that was Hell solid, yeah. man. That's a good-ass intro right that there. That was very good. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's Thank it. You. That's the move. We got it done. That's it. That's it. it. done. Cut and print. How do your voices right. sound like good that? Good job, guys. Uh, that's a drop. That was a drop. That was a drop. Yeah, <laughs> that was a sick fucking drop. Hey guys, episode eleven. Wow, we made it. <laughs> We're officially episode in the 11. double wow. digits. I remember. I remember like it was yesterday uh, <laughs> when it was uh, in February when we all talked about wanting to do a podcast. And you, you know what, guys? Christ. Here we are. Here we are doing episode eleven. Eleven years Ooh. later. 11 yeah one a year yeah, we only, it's our it's our annual podcast uh wow boys uh what's what's new how are the kids etc the kids are dead the, the kids, kids are, are all right dead. cool the kids are all right cashing on their life insurance policies right. hell yeah um so yeah me and patrick were at heroes con two weekends ago yes and uh, yes. in the in beautiful charlotte north carolina Woo! wonderful town um what a, yeah, what a real just uh, what a rush. gem. What a rush. What a rush. What yeah. a ride. What a, what a wonderful place in uh, south of the Mason-Dixon line. Oh, south. Down south. Down south there, yeah. Um, Where yeah, everyone's... I had a good time. I don't yeah. know. Did you enjoy yourself? Yeah. Yeah, always. It's, always. It's weird because you told me that you've been doing that show before for a while now. Or how many times uh, have you done it? Uh, that was this was my my third year with a table, but I okay. started going in the seventh grade with my dad. Whoa, okay, just so you're like an old timer, l- literally attending. Yeah, so well, Pat's I, only in eleventh grade, so I mean, that's only like four yeah, years. So. Yeah, exactly. so that was so that was years ago. Yeah, um, yeah, that's so. It's I feel like doing shows, no matter how big or small, uh, you, you tend to get locked into your clicks. 
your familiar faces mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, you, there's so many people that fucking table these shows and you get new new blood every year and it's like I feel like I'm always missing out on meeting new people but then I remember that I don't like people and I don't like meeting new people anymore because I'm 32 now and yeah. uh, I feel like that's the cutoff time for meeting more people it's like you're done you're you're full up on people but, you don't want to meet uh, people re- at comic shows what now you don't want to meet people at comic shows that's true I don't um Be- but it is weird that we've never actually met or talked at that show until until this one. Yeah. And that was only because we both knew each other before going. <laughs> that's that's true, but uh I I had one of your books actually from like forever ago, from I think 2015. Yeah, which is funny. Uh, was it Brainbuster? Yeah, yeah, I have Brainbusters. Well, I actually don't have it. My um my friend Caleb that went with me 2015-2016 uh met you and bought that and your wrestling zine. Oh wow, okay. So I remember like uh, knowing your art and like appreciating it like before we were we that were makes knew each other. Two okay. people on the show that JB didn't remember when we first met him. Well, no, because I didn't meet I didn't yeah, meet you didn't meet I me. Met, I, I met was his not friend there. Caleb. Yes, yes. I'm just trying to make you seem like an asshole, JB. Cam, shut the fuck up. Anyway, <laughs> um, anyway, Gutter Boys is now a one man show. Um, <laughs> so obviously, me and Cam are familiar with your books. So you want to talk a little bit about what your comics are about, uh, some of the stuff that you do, what you're into, yada yada. Uh. Yeah, I could do that. Um, yeah, so Mr. Rooks, uh, what what is uh, what is your current uh, comic that you are working on? Um, I I'm working on a comic right now called Celery Stalks at Midnight. Uh, it's like a black and white uh, kind of horror, not really scary, but in that in that kind of like horror genre, maybe more like like kind of B movie that 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 kind of a feel. Um, it's it's been kind of a getting like into more of like what it's been for me as like a creative person it's just kind of been like a an excuse to do pages really um last year i like realized i didn't really do a lot of pages of comics and i was like this year no matter what i just want to like do a ton of pages so i kind of like set myself up to try and do a book every month and that's that's what i've been that's what i've been working on try and do a 16 page book every month have you been successful is it like monthly have you hit your goal uh no well for uh my self-doubt kicked in like three months in and i was like this isn't any good and like i don't want to do this anymore so i took like and i happened to be like moving at the time and like living at my parents house for a month and it was just like a rough time so i stopped for like a month and then i just now picked it back up and i'm working on the fourth issue you also had another book, um, Ripple. That, yeah, that, that that's the book that I know you from. Yes, yeah, Ripple and Journey into Strange Suspense. That's a book that I started with my best friend Caleb, like twenty fifth, fifteen. I thought you were gonna say twenty years ago. <laughs> yeah, twenty years ago when I was uh, uh, four years old. Nice. God, you're twenty four. Nice. You're so young. I know. The world is in front of it's you. It's not that young. It feels old. I don't know if you guys were like that at 24, but 24 feels old. 
Um, so with, with Ripple, though, how long did you do that, though? That was, like, 2015 uh, to... Yeah, we started that in, like, 2015, and I put one out, like, I finished one in January and put that out. So there's been six of those. Uh, those started coming out, like, at the end of 2016 and then kind of onward. Are you done with that? Like, are you going to go back to that after celery stalks, or...? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I might. I, I There's definitely, like, a lot more to be done, and there's stuff that is, like, you know, mostly done. It's it's kind of a it's it's been like a it's been a difficult like comic to do uh because because so my friend caleb who i started started it with he actually died like august 2016 right after we had like finished the first one of these so putting that out like at the end of 2016 and then doing like the subsequent issues was like very much like kind of like doing right by him um and kind of like getting that work out there because it seemed like it seemed like the important thing to do um and you know I I really stand by the work I like I like that comic a lot but I don't know I've, it 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 feels like I've kind of like I've learned a lot from that book and I'd like to go back and do it but for at least like right now it's like it's like not where my not where my focus is yeah and do you have like an end point with celery stalks or is it just kind of you're going wherever it takes you Oh, I'm yeah, I'm going wherever it, that 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 book is like issue by issue. I have like a, a billion kind of like little thoughts, but like nothing nothing is set in stone. Um and that's been really fun cuz um Ripple was kind of more like like planned out. Uh you know, we kind of had like everything in mind and like kind of built the sandbox to play in and then you know, played in it, but this, like I have, it's uncharted territory completely. I don't, I don't really know where I'm going outside of maybe the next two issues. And even that like will change. Like once I start like laying those out. Right. Right. Mm. Yeah. That's awesome. I really like the book. You know, I've read the first three. Um, you're pretty much done with the penciling of four from what I saw you post. So I guess that's going to be out sooner than later. Um, I, I inked two pages so far this week, and I'm like almost done with a third. I'm hoping hoping to have it kind of all inked by sometime next week. We'll see. I haven't done anything comics related in almost a month, and I'm really like stoked about that. I've done like commissions and like spot illustrations for a project. That's but good. Yeah, I haven't done anything comics. I've kind of got the bug again though, because like after Cake, like I felt inspired to make something, but I was so kind of not burned out from comics, but I just needed to chill for a second. Sure. Um, so I, yeah, I need to actually get back into it. Well, I've got, I've got to because I've got shit to work on. But um, yeah, the monthly grind. I don't know if I could do that. So props to you for that. Like forcing yourself to do that. It's only gonna make you better. I would imagine. Not that you're bad, but I mean, like you know, no, that no, discipline is like crazy. So oh, I was gonna say, do you have a uh, full time job? Uh, no, part time. I mean, I work like three or four days a week. Um, gotcha. But I'm lucky enough to be able to like work on my stuff at work so that helps gotcha okay okay all righty so actually uh we have some questions and pat you are so popular that you got a question on the show so um yeah we'll go ahead and start with that um it's actually from an international listener cam evans wow yeah so gutter gang is international yeah he's Nice guy. He always like you know. Hello, Cam. Chops up with me through Instagram messages. Yeah. Really big comics fan. Um, he's a big supporter. He's he's a great guy. 
Yeah, yeah, very cool. So here's what he uh, he wrote in on Instagram. Uh, first off, loving okay. the Gutter Boys podcast. Uh, oh, yeah. Not the best of questions for Pat, but where did the idea for Celery Stalks at Midnight spawn from? Okay, this is a good this is a good question. Um, so it actually started like uh, I guess like about this time last year, maybe um, me me and my girlfriend Molly were like racking our brains being like, we wanted to shoot a short film of some kind. And so we were just like, Oh, let's just write something together and like, see what comes up. And, um, we wrote this short film called celery stocks at midnight. That was kind of like a black and white, like horror kind of like David Lynch kind of feeling thing. Um, and we worked on that for a little while, like did some storyboards, but it like kind of fizzled out and didn't go anywhere. And, so I kind of took like a couple of elements from that um, and what became the comic is not it, it resembles that kind of but it isn't like the same story at all. It's it's kind of like a new a new thing with that name and the kind of basic idea in, in that short film. There was like it was like a after party, like a prom after party where there was like this dude in a trench coat who had like something hiding in the trench coat that he used to like kill and eat like everybody at the party. So that kind of idea of like the scary guy with like some kind of like thing, killer thing in his trench coat stayed. I, but I didn't know what that was until I started like messing around with the comic and I like fucked around with like a bunch of different ideas for it. And then it eventually became like what it was with like the, the main character, like, getting chased into the woods after prom and like this kind of like parasitic alien attaching itself to him and him kind of being like, you know, an un unwilling like participant in this like murder and mayhem and all that good stuff. Hell yeah. Um, he followed it up with a question for all of us. Uh, another question for all of you. Uh, have you guys ever had to overcome having no confidence in your work? If so, how do you overcome that feeling? You guys are the best. Well, thanks, Cam. Thanks for the compliment. Um, I'll go ahead and give my answer first on that, um, and then I'll let you guys answer as well. Um, I really have no confidence in my work. Like, I've gotten to the point recently where it's like, I feel, I guess, like, comfortable with putting it out. But, like, every time I put something out, I fucking hate it. So, like, I'm not really confident about it. But um, I just do it because I feel like you know, we're all your, you're all your own worst critic, you know, we're the hardest on ourselves. So I just put it out because if I don't, for sure, you know, I just wasted all this fucking time for nothing. So, um, I struggle with that, but like, I don't let it really get to me. I just kind of accept that I'm not going to like this and just hope that other people do. I feel that I relate to that. I think for the most part, I don't, I don't really think you ever do get over it. Yeah. Right. Like you're always constantly critical of your own work. Maybe it's like a, the, pretty sweeping generalization but i feel like a lot of artists that are uh i don't know have like a certain set of expectations about whatever field of work that they do uh that gets applied tenfold on their own work and so they end up being way more critical on their own work than their peers or you know other people what have you yeah um yeah and i don't i just don't think it goes away it's just about how you deal with it and with me yep. i kind of I try not to think about it at all when I'm working. In fact, I try to do as little thinking as I can when I draw in sort of the rational kind of like uh, carefully calculated sense. Like, I feel like if I just like really focus on the task at hand, 
mm-hmm. my like reptile brain starts to kick in <laughs> and hell yeah that, that like autopilot yeah kind of and i mean obviously that autopilot comes from constant work like it's just right. from practice and repetition and yada yada but those all those pistons start moving the right way that they need to when uh when those things are in place and you're just kind of like going and you're not you're not overthinking about everything and and not second guessing yourself constantly and you're just doing it yeah and then you can you know hate on it or whatever after the fact and then make more work and yada 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 right um I don't know. I mean, it's also nice to do a drawing and at the end of it be like, yeah, I was pretty happy with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually try to avoid that. Even if I find something that I've done that I do like, I will try to figure out what about that drawing doesn't work, even on like the smallest. Heck yeah. Fuck, yeah. You know, yeah. That's healthy. Um, yeah. And I mean, not in like a I'm shit. I can't do anything right kind of way. But that's not like being a, a good artist. Yeah, yeah. It's not self-defeating. It's just more like, okay, how can I make this better? How can I, yeah. what's the next, like, yeah, what's uh, what's the next uh, step in the ladder in terms of, like, improving that craft or whatever? Well, I really feel like if you if you think that you've, like, mastered it, then you're probably never going to make good work ever again. So you know our I mean? boy Liefeld. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> Uncle Rob. Yeah, I don't know anyone. I mean, I guess if you get to that certain point where you can you can kind of stick to something and i don't know i don't know i can't speak on behalf of other cartoonists or comic people or artists in general but um for me it's uh it's more about just trying to not be comfortable with your work i think for myself it's like i, I the process is always like it's always like a roller coaster where it's like when I, when I'm like first starting, like I, you know, I don't really know like what's going on. And then I kind of like get the idea for whatever the comic's going to be. And I, I start kind of getting excited. And then when I'm doing like layouts and stuff, I'm usually having a ball and just like really enjoying the process. And then pencils usually go. Okay. I, 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 always like the book there and then once I start putting ink on the page is like always when I've like hit the precipice and I'm going down like with every subsequent page it's like I'm always like fuck this fuck this and then I finish it and put it out and then just like go back up again like it for some reason it always seems to be like that same that same arc yeah but yeah. I, but like you said, Cam, I just put the work out and like you know hope for it. it I I see improvements. Yeah, exactly. Every time. Like you can tell so that's how I feel about that. Keeps me yeah. Going like back. I feel like every book that I put out is slightly better than the last. And like I mean that's not like some incredible feat or anything in my case. Um, but I feel like a little more comfortable. But it's never like fully developed or like I feel like it's fully there. Um, and also I think it's part of like a weird defense mechanism. It's like as soon as the book's out, I'm already thinking about doing the next one and like. I'm working on it because like, I think I don't have to dwell on it because I'm already involved in something else, you know? So I don't know if that's some weird like defense thing, you know, like that's just like an instinct, but yeah, like I try not to give myself too much time to think about it. So I think it's mostly also, I mean, like, cause when I'm working on my stuff, I'll be in the middle of a project and start thinking about the next one. Yeah. 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 That's a problem. Like it gets, it gets to the point where it is annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that's a problem? Um, you think it, like, does it interfere with the I work? I think it can. Yeah. Yeah, it can. I was just going to say that, like, I I like, like, I think I found that, like, balancing, it, it's almost like you said earlier, JB, like, about, like, not thinking about it. It, it kind of helps me to have, like, a couple things going on in my brain. So it's like I can kind of stay in that excited mode about one thing while I'm, like, 
chugging along with like finishing up another project but that, that's just that's a that's kind of a whole new thing for me like working on kind of a couple things like at once yeah i mean i do like working on multiple projects at the same time like if i'm working on two different comics and it helps if those two stories are completely different in tone or totally different genre of of, uh, narrative or whatever or even like playing with different styles that also helps uh it's good to constantly not be bored and you're just going back and forth on these things totally that does keep shit gets monotonous exactly yeah so it keeps me on task too and uh but i just don't like being in the middle of a project and then having these gears turning for the next project in terms of like um do are you saying like maybe it like distract distracts you like has it ever like caused you to not finish what you're working on and like just go ahead and like start working on the thing that you're thinking about? I think it's more of a like a curse, but in the in the in the <laughs> oh, same like way that. of like doing this in the first place is a curse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I think I sure. think the way it yeah like the way it gets in the way for me is I just feel like I could take that energy and focus on the project I'm working on as opposed to like using it elsewhere. That's my personal take on that but after a while I, I see yeah I, I i don't know i feel like after a while you you I, jb like that was pretty insightful kind of I, I keep thinking about that like what you said about just kind of like doing the work and not really thinking about it that once i'm like to a point like really done with like my pencils there really isn't like a lot of thinking that like needs sure. to happen yeah it's just kind of like get the book done and move along so like I don't know. I think, I think that could be a benefit. I think I'm just speaking in terms of like when I'm not working on the project, let's say like if I'm at my day job or I'm just like taking a break or I'm on vacation, right. whatever it might be, then my mind just starts going full speed on that next project. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that leads to me mixing up things in terms of like tone and pacing because of the Ooh, project okay. I'm working at right now would not meet the same, you know, pacing requirements as the other story that I have in my mind, but I'm so like amped on it now because I'm fleshing it out while working on this project that I'm supposed to be doing right now. It just gets like kind of overwhelming and 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 doesn't help with the amount of anxiety I have about my own work to begin with. Uh, because yeah, I mean the whole goal of like sitting I think that also is another thing that a lot of cartoonists share is uh, needing to like the biggest the biggest hurdle for making good good work in general and just make being productive is uh, breaking that barrier of sitting down and actually doing it and and breaking through it's kind of like running where you yeah. hit a wall when you're running you're just like so winded and so exhausted that you can't do anymore but you know if you go over that wall if you break it then you'll get your second win back mm-hmm. right and it's the same way with drawing for me at least is if i I almost dread sitting down and actually being productive uh, and, and just making the work, even though I know I want to and, and therefore have to. But I'll push deadlines sometimes or I'll take too long on half of this page that really doesn't need to be sitting like this undone for so long. I was just going to ask you, JB, what's your uh, what is your do you have like a personal schedule that you keep like with your comics? Yeah, yeah. I I try to. What does that look like? It's uh it's it can be a lot because I'm working my full-time job and then How, is that a 9 to 5? Yeah, it's 40 hours a week. And so Okay. Yeah, I I do that and then I come home and I try to work out once every other day. Okay. But then also doing the the new work, working on commissions, working on freelance projects. And then right. the weekend 
will generally be just working maybe six to eight hours on on my stuff. Uh, so it's like, do, do are you doing any- comics pages too? Like during the day, during the weekdays, like uh, even like just down to like the day like do you do like commissions to kind of warm up and then like some comics pages in the night or like it really depends i a lot of it is just doing it and then seeing where that goes so like sometimes like riding the wave of it maybe kind of yeah 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 try and again i think that's just from starting of like breaking that initial wall and doing it right and then everything else is just pretty much autopilot like you're gonna be making work you're not gonna just stop for no reason exactly yeah yeah so uh what i'll normally do is if i'm working on a specific comic i'll i'll usually do that first but um if i have commissions see it depends because like some some weeks or some months i'll have a lot of private commissions and then others i don't at all and it's just the comics okay so when i do have commission stuff i try to kind of like pace it out over a certain amount of time of knowing like how long it'll take me to do something right and working on like one or one and a half commissions and then doing a page of comics or depending on whatever stage i'm at like penciling two page two pages to five pages or inking one page that kind of thing will you lay out the whole book first or do you take it literally like page at a time it depends okay Uh, most of the time honestly i prefer doing as little in terms of thumbnailing uh-huh. um, and then just kind of figuring it out as I go, especially if it's something that I'm I'm doing and, you know, the story is something that I've written so I can kind of. Sure. Yeah. When you work, I with, have that freedom. When you work with like a writer, are you uh, do the writers you've worked with? Or is that like full script? Yeah. With writers, it's all planned out in advance. So, you know, uh, in those cases, in those instances, I will just thumb everything. Right. You know, Makes it easier on yourself. Yeah. Cam, do right. you do you do uh do you thumb out like your whole story before you do it? Yeah, one hundred percent. I'll usually like yeah, I thumbnail everything, but my thumbs are really like uh really super fucking loose. Like only I could probably sure. read them. Sure. You know, like um, and then usually a lot of the dialogue and stuff though, like I'll write down like choice lines that I want, but I kind of work that in based off of the way like I do dialogue and like. Uh, writing last like i know certain things i've got to hit but yeah i thumbnail the whole story out like from a uh like a what's what the what you're gonna see art wise first and then um Mm, i feel after yeah and i'll know like some of the dialogue but like i usually end up changing it like 70 percent of it gets changed so yeah it's yeah so i mean i guess trying to i i don't think any artist is like comfortable with putting their stuff out kind of to circle around to the questions so you know you just strive to no. You just strive to be the best that you can. I guess that's like the that's what I do to overcome it. Is just like I know that like something's gonna be better, even if it's only like point zero zero one percent better than the last project. At least that's progress. You know, slow motion is Num- better than no motion. Number one, I think it's is just like putting it out. Like yeah, yeah. Like 100%. speaking to like like mm-hmm. Cam directly, who I know like does want to do comics. It's like there are a lot of people like that that I talk to online, and I'm like literally just do it because yeah, like, i look back yeah. the, at the first thing i like put in print and maybe this was like my just like sheer innocence but like i didn't even know that it was like trash until like somebody like had to like tell me that like i was just so excited to have made a comic that i didn't mm-hmm. even realize that it sucked until <laughs> until literally like the first convention i went to and it was like oh okay like i maybe maybe that was just like lucky but like 
it just you just have to like get started any way possible yeah like, like and and that sounds like such dickhead advice but like that's the most common question that people ask is like how do you do it it's like you just fucking do it like nobody likes their first books you know like and that's that's not a dig at anybody like that's just the honest to god truth like you just have to fucking do it like the only a comic isn't going to make itself you know so you've just got to keep doing it and putting it out i think holds you accountable yeah you know like to keep doing it and to want to get better you'll so, yeah you'll move you'll you'll like you'll survive past your like early bad work you know everybody mm-hmm. everybody does everybody yeah, that's like killer now I, yeah wasn't. i've done 12 comics at this point and um the the last three are the only ones that i'm kind of like that i would let other people look at <laughs> you know like at this point so i mean <laughs> that's like uh, that's 25 percent of my body of work over six years you know so like I would not recommend my other comics to anybody else, you know, like, and these new ones, I even have a hard time recommending them, but I'm just like, Oh, you know, they're okay. You know, I feel okay with them. So it's just a constant thing. Perfect. 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 All right. Well, uh, what are we doing next? We'll be right back. He leaps into battle with the most pulverizing arsenal of power you've ever seen. With weapons beyond your wildest imagination. The vicious vandalizer storms the Ice Age, but Viking Spawn's thrashing thunderclub knocks him out cold. Battle-clad Spawn wages war with the heavily armed Overkill, chopping down with his double-edged hammer blade to bury the beast. And when the frightening freak makes the night look bleak, Alien Spawn's gamma launcher bolts this nut to the ground. Spawn figures each sold separately. question um but it is just a comment from facebook listener brandon edlin who's actually from my hometown he's in florida now i think uh gainesville florida but he just wanted to write in and say uh, i really enjoy the podcast it's fun and you guys have some interesting stuff to share about comics and conventions and stuff so uh <laughs> thank hell you for yeah. that brandon hell yeah brandon <laughs> hell yeah brandon gainesville. <laughs> have y'all ever been to gainesville I'm no living, I i'm in gainesville like- right now yeah, I love Gainesville. I'm not in uh, Gainesville, Florida, though. I live in Gainesville, Georgia. That's right. Yep. And you're not that far from Gainesville, Florida. Yeah, it's, uh, the, yeah, maybe like... Compared to where I'm at. Five hours, like, yeah, not, you're right, 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 right. Yeah, you could get there, but yeah. I could walk um, there in a couple of days. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> do you dare me? I'll, I'll go. I'll do it. Florida <laughs> man walks you, from Patrick. Gainesville to Gainesville. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> we can make a lifetime movie yeah absolutely <laughs> directed by david oh, yeah. lynch so oh, inspiring hey isn't that that is that's a he does have a movie like that yeah right? the straight story the one yeah. where it's just like yeah that dude who rides a lawnmower across the country to see his brother lawnmower man yeah but yeah we um, appreciate the uh listeners actually listening and yeah we tolerate the listeners stuff. we tolerate Definitely. them so thanks for that <laughs> that's Go a to for life. promise um another question directly for you jb um doug k Uh um wrote in because he saw your instagram story today and said ask jb why does he have so many t-shirts damn that's a good question he makes t-shirts i think that might be the answer there you go all right 
Don't be a uh, dink. <laughs> that's like going to some. That's like, yeah. That's like going to a comic. Why do you have so many comics? Like, yeah. Yeah. What are all these? What are all these books for? I make what, them. What is this? Do you like comics? That's weird. I like to imagine like JB like going to like like looking going to like the graphic tees section at like an Urban Outfitters like for work and just kind of like like looking at them and like nodding. Hmm. This is very well done. Yes, yes. Excuse me, ma'am. I would like to purchase this graphic tee. No, don't worry. It's just for it's just for my job. <laughs> All righty. Uh, we got three questions from uh, Maddie Miller, uh, Morgan Freeman's earring on Instagram. Uh, first one Shouts is out about Morgan Freeman's fellow... earring. Yeah, huge He's great, man. scene. He's very, uh, listener very of the deep. show. Really cool to chop it up with him, too. Uh, message him with, with him quite a bit. Um, he asked about fellow Gutter Gang member Blake. Does Blake own any shirts that actually fit? <laughs> Damn. Uh, that's a good segue. Uh, <laughs> that's a good segue for the Kickstarter uh, yeah. to get Blake some shirts. That some, fit. Well, he could borrow them from JB. You know they're, they're probably a little little uh, oh, yeah, more fitting true. for yeah. <laughs> Blake. <laughs> um, Blake's going to be on the show soon. He's working on getting a mic, so we'll ask him that whenever he's on. Um, <laughs> Blake's um, just like outside of his house, like asking, like flagging down cars with his shirt. He attaches his shirt to a stick. <laughs> Do you have a mic? I'm looking for a mic. Um, this one's a question for me. Holy shit. Uh, <laughs> Cam, would you fuck Nancy if she was a consenting adult? <laughs> Nancy, if she aged in real time, would be like my grandma now. Um, <laughs> would you still fuck her? No, not at all. Uh, Nancy is like the most pure, like greatest thing in comics to ever happen. And I can't think of Nancy that way. So um, I'm going to hard pass on that. Uh, Aunt Fritzy, though, what's good? What's good? <laughs> Alrighty, but uh, he actually did write in another one. He said, but for, for real, my question for y'all is, uh, what do you do to get yourself out of a creative drought and find ways to actually enjoy drawing or whatever art form again? Don't forget to masturbate once a day. Yes, that's important. Yeah. Um, to, clear, to, collect, to clear you all collect, blockages. You also have to <laughs> collect it into your uh, cup of water that you use for a brush. JB, and, do you uh, come like on all your t-shirts and just keep them in a pile? Is that why you have so many t-shirts? <laughs> uh, yeah, just... I, I actually I just jump into the pile and hump indiscriminately. <laughs> and then you know, eventually... <laughs> Those are your that humping point, tees. Yeah, that's my humping tees. And then, you know, it's just a matter... It's a, it's a numbers game in terms yep. of, like, what gets cummed on and how often. <laughs> There, there are some shirts that get cummed on a lot. There's a couple that have never. <laughs> Most of the ones in your crotch my... region. Yeah. Usually, yeah. yes. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so. <laughs> we should answer that seriously. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, so the question was uh, what do you do to get yourself out of a career? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um. Question is, what do you do to get yourself out of a creative drought and find ways to actually enjoy drawing or whatever the art form is again? Um, to, I, I don't know. I think it's different. You know, like, I don't really, this might sound like bad. I don't really think that I ever have a creative drought because, like, I'm pretty good at writing hey. down ideas in my phone. Like as far as like stuff I would want to do. So anytime I feel like not inspired on something, I can always go look in there and try to flesh something out. So 
I can, I'll just put something down and come back to it usually. Um, so that's pretty easy for me because like, I've just got a bunch of different things that I want to do that realistically I won't do, but at least I can entertain the idea of that. So like that keeps me creatively stimulated. Um, even though I don't really get shit done, I'll watch movies cause movies make me think about storytelling, you know? So, um, that Wait, can kind of help. What, can you, can you repeat the question <laughs> for the fourth time? <laughs> yeah. <dude. laughs> <laughs> What do you do? I like turtles. All righty. So the question is: um, God damn it! What do you do to get yourself? This is gonna suck. (laughs) I think at this point, like the episode should just be like fucking. I think at this point the episode is like should just be Q&A with Patrick Ian Rooks like because we're just going off on tangents I think we have enough content just for with all this shit um you know in a little segment but anyways you ready for the question (laughs) are you all ready for the question yeah go ahead okay I find your lack of faith disturbing (laughs) all right I'm done that was it all righty (laughs) but my for real question God damn. <laughs> All right. How many do you have? <laughs> I, I'll keep, I can keep going. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright. Alright. So, so the question sorry. is what do you do to get yourself out of a creative drought and find ways to actually enjoy drawing or whatever the art form is again? Oh yeah, humping shirts. <laughs> I just play drops. Yeah, don't stop till you drop. No, um, if I'm in a creative, uh, what do I do? That's a good question. That is. Uh, I don't know. I I don't think I've ever. Hmm. What? Well, uh, give me a minute here. I have to think about this one now. It's a good thing you can edit oh, that minute. I don't. Up. I don't. I don't have. Oh, a, I'm editing a lot oh, of this. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> don't don't edit me. Don't you fucking edit me. The entire episode, you're just gonna say two words. Patrick Ian Rooks, a real quiet see, guest. <laughs> yeah, Patrick, you think you got all the power with the soundboard? Boy, I got the final cut. God damn it. <laughs> I'm gonna put out a director's cut of the episode. But it's I don't have Patrick you guys' files, so it's yeah. just my yeah. track. <laughs> It's just drops. It's an hour and a half of drops. God damn it. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's hard for me to say because I don't think I've been in a hump in such a way that was like a problem. Hey. And I'm always consuming new stuff for the most part. Like it might not be new books or new comics. It could be movies or music or shit. Um, it, it, for, for me, it's like if I'm if I'm like, I don't know, maybe I can't like work on something it's like comics is like so like there's so much to it you know so it's like just like draw something you know it doesn't have to be like for a comic just like you know draw something that day and for me like if i'm not like super inspired that that kind of like does it for me i'm like okay like at least like i worked on drawing which is like a huge fucking part of the thing so 
Yeah. And then usually I just like will end up drawing something that I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, and then maybe that like sparks, sparks something in me that gets me like going again. Yeah. I mean, I will say if I'm the only time that I do have issue is if I'm drawing and it's just back to back to back to back failures. And I'm just, mm. it's, yeah, it's just fucking uh, eraser shavings everywhere. Or if it's digital, I just have a, a fucking single layer that I've edited or that I've deleted and, and then re- recreated, deleted, recreated. So like when, the, when that shit happens at that point, I try to um, take a break or at least step away and do something else for like uh, 20, 30 minutes and then come back. Yeah, breaks are good. That's a that's a good piece of advice. Like, take a break. Yeah. I mean, because it, it is important to like work through some things like that, but it doesn't hurt to kind of get a new set of eyes by walking away. Cam, you just tweeted the other day, you know, like you've, you've taken, like you said, the last couple weeks after cake off and like, you know, people should know that like there's no... There's no shame in that. That's like yeah, just kind of like it feels great. Uh, uh, Self love, like that's like yeah, man. healthy to do. Well, it's just like There's I no, know no no shame. Yeah, I know I've got to like I know in July that I've got to start working on the next book that I'm gonna have for SPX, and I know like the grind that comes along with going into making a book. So it's like I just did so many fucking shows and just finished up twenty, you know, like in the spring. So it's like, I've got to do that to recharge. And I'm not even like thinking of it as a recharge. Like I just haven't felt a need to work on comics. I am still doing like drawings, you know, I'm keeping those like muscles warmed up. So it's not like I'm not doing anything, but I just haven't even thumbnailed anything. I haven't, you know, drawn a panel. And sometimes that's nice. You know, that actually does help with a creative slump because sometimes you just don't need to work on anything and you need to just step back from everything. Kind of like anything I would imagine. It gets you, you like can miss it. It gets you kind of to a point where you miss it and then you're like ready to go back, you know, and oh, yeah. instead of maybe like forcing yourself into like working even though you're not feeling it because, you know, that can lead to like some pretty fucking uninspired work that you're not going to be proud of like at all. So, right. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I've got like one, I've got a one page thing um, that I've got to do for like the biggest publication that I'll ever be published in so far. Um, and uh the, what is that? Have you talked about that on pod? I haven't talked about it and I don't want to like jinx it in case it doesn't happen. So like I'll, okay, I'll cool. tell y'all, but like, well, no, no, like I'm going to be in it. But like as far as the you details, off yeah, I'll tell you guys uh, later. But um, yeah, uh, now it's not like I sound like a dick. But uh, no, it's like, you know, I, I wanted to take some time off and like I do think about that because um, it's like a bigger opportunity for me as far as like eyes um, on the thing. So I don't know. I just think sometimes breaks are necessary for uh, boosting creativity. So um. I don't really, I don't know. Like, I think my biggest thing kind of going back to what I said though, is like, to me, comics is just like a story. Essentially, you know, it's a combination of art and words. So I do look a lot like if I need ideas, I'll watch a movie and I don't like rip off the movie, but like, at least that's like a narrative story. It has a beginning, middle and end. Usually, you know, that's coherent if it's a good one. And, uh, that'll usually jazz me up, you know, get the juices flowing on what I want to do next or something I want to try. I got nothing. <laughs> We do have one more question um, from Rachna, who was on the show last episode. And uh, Rachna hit us with question for the gutter boys. Do you have a ride or die brand for materials like paint, colored pencils, markers, etc.? Hmm. That's a good um, one. That's a good so question. I'm primarily all digital now, um, but 
when I was working. Do you have like brushes you use? Uh, yeah, I mean like certain ones. Like I've got them written on a board, but I mean like, you know, I I use the ballpoint pen brush a lot. You can't share the traits. No, I don't give a okay. fuck. Yeah, I use a, I use a ballpoint pr- uh, pen brush a lot uh, just because I like it. I like the way it looks. Um, but no, um, when I was working traditionally, like my first few books were all on like just Bristol. I would buy whatever was on sale at Michael's, to be honest with you, um, as far as Bristol is concerned. Um, and I did I always use Faber-Castell pens. Um I did like Copic markers, but Dylan Drug Dogs bought me some Posca markers for Christmas this past year. And that was the first time I'd ever messed with those. And I love those things. Um, yeah, those, those are, are good. pretty dope. So, um, you know, are those are, I think I saw those at CZ. Yeah, that's what you were coloring with, the, like, like the paint markers that used to color JB. Yeah, they're they're super opaque and they have two those different. Those are beautiful. Yeah, there's two brush types. It's like the broad one and then the uh-huh. fine one. Alexis was telling me there's a super fine one now. Haven't seen it. I think it's only a Japanese version. They're just making them for Alexis. They're just making for that would make sense. He might as well get <laughs> now that he does Star him. Wars stuff. Yeah, he they're like <laughs> <laughs> whatever you want, man. Yeah, but I mean, I I really like the Posca markers and the fluorescent ones especially are amazing. It's basically like if you were to take a highlighter pen and make it into an opaque paint marker the same color but just have the opaqueness of the acrylic it's fucking awesome yeah i need to get some of those well i yeah i just saw those at czf and i was blown away uh i will say that i i tend to favor the pentel brushes and i i try to use like water-based inks which really limits the type of inks that i can like use as a preference just so that doesn't gunk up any of the brushes that i use but uh, like n- water-based ones are like notoriously thin and they don't, uh, they're not, the, the blacks aren't as deep and dark as you would like them to be compared to uh, the other, other inks that are like maybe shellac based, etc. Um, but I do use this one called Noodler's uh, Midnight, I think it's called. And uh, that one so far, based on all the different inks that I've fucked around with, that's the only one where it is absolutely opaque for a water-based ink. It's about as opaque as it's going to get, basically, without gunking up the brushes. Nowadays, a good chunk of my stuff is digital. It's just I do try to draw the old analog way still, uh, even if it's just practicing. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pat, Cam, did you, you uh, did you nut? Yeah, man, on your shirts. <laughs> On the shirts. On the shirts. Pat, what are you mainly working with, man? Uh, uh, I, I kind of just use whatever. Um, I use a lot of like non kind of like fine art stuff. Like I, I like, I'll find just like some random like ballpoint pen that I like and I'll like use that on like some things and like those like, wait, I can't remember who makes them. Papermate maybe? They have like a kind of like i don't know they have a pen that i really like that does like a thicker line and then i'll just kind of like use you know faber castells and uh uh dip pen and brushes and like tombow markers and stuff like that like i, I just kind of like use whatever whatever i've got around um i don't know i'm not picky i'm i've got nothing exciting for you guys but hell yeah you ever use like your poo poo Mm-hmm. In your pee pee, yep. yep. okay. <laughs> the 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 clear pee pee from your wiener. 
when uh you gotta drink a lot of water to get that (laughs) yeah anyway well that's it for questions i think yeah that's Um, it but feel free to send more thank you for Uh, writing yeah it's a lot um we like questions we like answering those uh you can dm them to me personally jb too um or on twitter you can email them to us as well i feel like every time we ask for emails we never get any i think dms are just quicker because nobody likes writing emails nowadays yeah. but gutter boys pod send me send me all your questions for my patrick uh director's cut uh, gutter boys <laughs> podcast <laughs> Um, Does anybody want to send telegrams to us? I would actually really like that. We can notes get, on pigeons uh, and ooh, Caroline yeah, carrier from pigeons. Uh, carrier pigeons. Yeah, Caroline from Late Comeback can give us a Morse code uh, message. There you go. <laughs> Their last book was all signals. in Morse code. So perfect, perfect, yeah. perfect. All right. Well, uh, yes. So the, the, Patrick, where can people find your work? Um, I am uh, Patrick Ian Rooks on like everything that's like Facebook, Instagram. Um, my website is literally patrickianrooks.com. Uh, that's Rooks like books, but with an R. And Ian like Ian. Ian like McKellen and Patrick like SpongeBob. Hell yeah. That sounded like I was about to go into like a pretty dope freestyle rap, but I didn't have a beat. That's, that's all good. It's all good. It's all good. You could drop. Time. You could drop a beat next time. Drop a beat. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about the drops, you guys. You guys are never gonna have me back. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can meet Patrick. <laughs> Patrick will be with us at SPX at the Gutter Gang Super Table. Um, so if you want to check yeah. out Celery Stalks at Midnight, uh, you'll probably have issue four. If you're going monthly, you're going to have like issue seven or eight at that point. Um, <laughs> but, you know, yeah, we'll man, see. I, I, I hope to have it at least at least five. OK, we'll, we'll, we'll give myself that. Hell yeah. We'll see. We're looking forward and, to and it. And you know, be at SPX awesome. too, right? Where the fuck have you yeah. been the past like thirty That's what seconds? We're just talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. All right. All right.